Welcome to QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. This is May. And I'm Joy. For more information about our podcast, monthly newsletter, or author resource series, visit us at QWERTYWritingLife.com. That's QWERTY, spelled Q-W-E-R-T-Y. It's the first six letters on your keyboard. So, are you ready? Grab your tea. Or your coffee. And let's chat. Hello, everyone. It's another week. Hello and welcome. Today, we're going to give you an update on our work sessions for our upcoming project. And we'll also talk about how to work a project without the wheels falling off. But before we do that, let's get into our creative weeks. Hey, Joy, what'd you do? (laughs) I survived. (laughs) Don't we have a lot of weeks like that, right, guys? (laughs) We do. We do. It's definitely a pattern. (laughs) It is. It is. But um, let's see. I'm trying to think. So um, probably one of the most creative things is I've been working on preparing Beowulf to do with my kids in school next nine weeks, which if y'all know me, I love Beowulf. It happens to be one of my favorites, so I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and so I got, I had gotten this teacher guide to go through it, uh, and it's introducing things in a different way, kind of a different way of thinking about approaching literature in the classroom. And so it's been interesting to kind of think through and and prepare and decide, do I think this is a good thing or not? You know, I always tend to be a little skeptical of anything when it comes to literature and writing and teaching those things. But I think this is a pretty cool thing. So it sparked some ideas. And so that would be, that would probably be my biggest creative thing. So what about you? Yeah, so I am back from the retreat, and I still am processing everything. I know I said that in our last episode, too, but it's true. I'm still processing everything. It was four days of nonstop information and practice, and I am, there's just so much. There's so much, and I can't wait to share it, but I did make some movements on one of the things that I wanted to do, which was to organize my writing space, and I've cleaned half of the room. (laughs) I saw your pictures on Instagram. It looks great. I'm so excited. Yes. I, um, I, it ended up turning into a storage room instead of a writing room. And so I'm reclaiming that space and going to use it for my creative efforts. And I'm pretty proud of what has happened so far. And I'm not also, I'm also not like halfway doing it. So it's not like I'm going to throw some things in the attic or um, pull something in a box to look through later. I'm actually going through all of these bags and things. I'm getting rid of things. I'm giving things away. I'm giving things to my kids. You know, um, it's been really fun too because they've taken a lot of craft supplies that I have hoarded and they're actually using it. It's fun to watch them use it. So actually this, if you're on YouTube, you can see this necklace here. My youngest son, he's seven years old, made it for me. So it's little wooden beads on a leather string. It actually, it's actually really cute. I like it. It is. It's gorgeous. Good job, dude. (laughs) So there's that. Um, I have uh, my oldest son has chosen two antique tea towels that it hurt my heart a little bit whenever he was like, I'd like to use these. And I was like, it's fine. But I haven't used them in like seven years. So really, I need to let these things go. So um, he got some thread and he wanted to hand sew a pillowcase. And so we are hand sewing a pillowcase. And it's kind of cool, though, because since I did let it go, I get to see him love it and use it and 
I don't know. It's a different kind of satisfaction. It feels, it feels good. It feels good. <laughs> I had to, so if y'all are watching on YouTube, you saw me like looking over to the side. Sorry, I'm not being rude, but she said something that sparked an idea in my mind and I had to write it down. So that's what did I did. you? Yes. It did. Is it something that we can share or is it something we can talk about later? We can talk about later, but it could okay. be a potential future episode. Ooh, I love that. I know, right? Multitasking. I know. So I'm, when I get the room all set up, then I'm going to set up all of my writing stuff and I'm going to get down and dirty with my work in progress. And I have so many good ideas. Um, the conclusion, or uh, not the conclusion, the summary of the situation is that uh, they liked my work and it's very motivating for me to to get to that finish line because they liked my stuff <laughs> so, and I speak so for they, all of us when I say we want to read it <laughs> yes um, <laughs> no pressure hope, sorry we I hope lots of people <laughs> want to read it but it's a it's a story close to my heart and I am thrilled that they liked it like I would have been fine if they would have been like this needs to you need to choose a new project or something like that. I would have been fine with it, but it would have still been a smidge painful. But since they didn't say that and they said they liked it, it's just I'm on the moon. I'm kind of like or no, no the cliche is over the moon. I'm over the moon. I don't know, on the moon. I like that. It works too. It works. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's exciting. Yeah. I'm super excited for you. And for your project. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that our project is really exciting too. And I'm thrilled to get to work on this as well. I love having multiple like creative efforts going on. It's it's a, it's one of those things that's a, a boon. And in some cases, it can be a little bit stressful. But today, it's a boon. <laughs> we will ride that for a little while. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, so, Julie and I are going to talk a little bit about the decisions that we made in our last work session and share the, an update on the project with you since we're working through a project in this season. But then we have a little bit more information as well that is hopefully going to be helpful for you as you are maneuvering your creative journey. So, with the decisions that we made, First of all, um, just to give you guys a reminder, so the project that we've chosen to work on is we are putting together a workbook that will go in conjunction with our currently published book, Finders Keepers, A Practical Approach to Find and Keep Your Writing Critique Partner. So this workbook will just be a companion, but it will also go a little further and help people who like to kind of get their hands dirty and you know write things out and, and really dig into material, it will help them be able to do that in a consolidated place um, that will match the book. So it'll be lovely. Um, so that is the project that we're working on. And I think probably the biggest thing that we decided was to move forward with some new content. So that was something that we had to discuss, you know, how much do we want to add? How much do we want to just let it be the way that we, because I will say, and I don't know if we've said this before, we actually did put together a workbook for a particular reason to go along with this, but we always knew that it wouldn't be the final product or wouldn't likely wouldn't be the final product when it came to actually 
publishing for sale the workbook to go along with Finders Keepers. So we had to figure out how much do we want to add and how much do we want to tweak this, you know, what we currently have. Yes, and I do think it's interesting to add to that we did research um, on other people's workbooks whenever they had nonfiction books. And we something we saw things as simplistic as just um, lines in a book that had a cover that matched the nonfiction book that it was representing. And then we saw other things too that took things to a whole nother level. And so we had to decide what kind of things we were going to do, like what kind of workbook we were going to have for Founders Keepers. And, uh, and I think that we've hit on a good like medium level where we are going to be adding a few new things, but it's not going to take over our lives and it's not going to take over the, it's not going to overwhelm the reader, the reader who has the book and the workbook too. So we wanted to make sure that there was a reason for the workbook, you know, and that's part of the thought behind adding things. But we also, you know, don't want to make it overwhelming, like May was saying, like, because sometimes I think that you can have things that are just so chock full of stuff that it's just, yeah, overwhelming is the best word for that. Um, but another thing that this decision really helped us pinpoint and kind of added to our task list a little bit, at least on the front end, is we identified a couple of things that we could use as freebie things for either workshops and speaking opportunities that we will have surrounding the topic, um, as well as things that could be for newsletter, newsletter subscribers, you know, just things to give a little thank you for those subscribers and for those people who attend workshops and things like that. Um, and so while it's a little bit more to think about and to do on the front end, like May was saying earlier when we were chatting about this, um, when it comes down to marketing and putting the book out in the world and, you know, doing all that, well, that's a step already done for us at that point. So I think that's pretty cool and exciting. Right. So, and I did, I think I said that off the air, so I'm going to repeat that for a second. <laughs> so um, what we were talking about before we pushed record was that this, this ultimately, you know, if you look at it, it on the front end, it looks like it's going to be more work. And that's probably true. But on the back end, whenever we get to um, marketing and when we get to speaking and when we get to, to do like workshops and things like that, it's going to be so good to have the information right on hand um, while we're, our minds are diving deep into the subject. So we don't have to try to get back there, get into a mindset to get back there because we will already be there and we will get those nuggets, those local nuggets ready for you guys whenever we get into another type of medium like speaking or workshops. So yeah, that's that. Yeah, that was perfect. I'm glad you shared that because we were having this little bit of a conversation pre-recording. So it's always fun to share those things. So I think another thing too that kind of goes hand in hand with this, like obviously the new content, but we also had to decide, okay, what are we not going to include? Um, and, you know, some of the things that are in the book, are they really necessary to be in the workbook as well? Um, and so we had to make those decisions as well. So that just goes back to the not allowing the workbook to feel overwhelming to people and just making sure that everything's in there. It has a purpose and a reason. Yes, that's a very, very good point. 
um, you know, how much do we repeat and how much do we keep in, in the original book? Um, yeah, that was, that was good. Thanks. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> I know I did too. I think sometimes we, it's easier to remember the like things you do instead of the things you take out. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then I think the last big thing is something that I'm pretty excited about. So we kind of came up with this whole, what we're calling a soft goal. So May and I have a soft goal for the release of this that we're not sharing, hence soft goal. It's something that we're kind of keeping close to the vest. But in order to make that goal happen um, and hit that soft deadline, really, uh, we are hoping to do some work on the content over Christmas break. So that is the extent of what we'll say as far as timing, but <laughs> you guys can be cheering us on. Right, absolutely. And so when we say that we're going to do it over Christmas break, um, I get some time off during Christmas break uh, because I work at a college. And so this will be a time where we will be able to spend hours either through video chat or in person. We haven't decided quite yet. But we'll be able to live in this project for great amount of, amounts of time at a time, which is kind of how we love to do projects. Um, we do um, we do work in the margins as well, because you know, from necessity, because that is life, and that's what we have to do. But when Joy and I get these opportunities to come together and spend hours or days at a time working on a project, it's just magical. It's so wonderful to be in the room with Joy and watch as her mind like goes into a million different places and uh, and picks and chooses the right the right things from all of the options. It's it's wonderful. And there's just so. something like when you are working with a partner, there is just something to say be said for being together as well. Even if it's video, that's better than than not being together at all, you know. Um, and I just think that things do come together better when you're able to have that focused longer time on something and to do it together if you're working with a partner. So highly recommend and encourage um, if you, especially if you're working with someone else, to see if you can have those times together and for a little bit more extended time. So that would be a QWERTY tip. Huh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and you're right. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it has a, it brings a whole new energy to the project and to the time that you spend on the project too. So we get that. We, we feel it. There's like, um, there's a shadow of that whenever we're on video chat, but it gets real whenever we're in, in person together. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, and you're, you know, anytime that you're starting back to a project, there's always that little bit of uh, ramping up leading into something. And so mm -hmm. when you only have to do that once when you've got this extended mm -hmm. period. So, yes, highly recommend. <laughs> so those are our, our major like decisions that we made in our last work session and so we hope that you are enjoying like following along on the things that we're doing with this project um, we also made like a plan of things that we needed to do we divided up some practical things that needed to happen as well from like joy and may and there's like a little checklist thing in drive that we have um so we have those like tangible tiny steps in a checklist that we can work off after we've completed them too 
Not only that, we also um, made a list of things that we need to talk about for our next work session and some, some decisions that we need to make next time too. And that's so always so helpful. I think we've talked about mm-hmm. that before, probably in the last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about how those lists really saved our tushies a couple of times mm-hmm. here. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it's true for this episode as well, because life got really, really real. Um, yeah. between the last the last time we've been together and this time. So yeah. So definitely keep doing those lists, guys. Yes. <laughs> it keeps saving us, <laughs> which really leads in well to this whole other little added topic we wanted to toss into you guys here at the end that we hope will help you because it's something that has helped us think through. And that's how to work a project without the wheels falling off. <laughs> mm, yes. So this kind of came into play with just everything that we've had going on. Um, I've had, you know, a death in the family. I've had a lot of extended family issues, um, a lot of out of town time for me, a lot of last minute changes to my schedule and things like that. Um, And so trying to keep a project going (laughs) with all of that has been a little tricky, but... May and I kind of chatted back and forth and we had some really good ideas of things because we said, hey, I wish I would have, and then we started listing these things. And so that's kind of where this came from. So we're just going to share our, we wish we would have with you and maybe it'll help. <laughs> and maybe we'll actually take our advice from now on. <laughs> and yeah, it'll help us in the you know, The only thing that we're promised is that things, the wheels are going to fall off again. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how can we make that as, as, as little jarring as possible for when that happens. I guess if we follow that metaphor, we're going to um, use some, some language like that. <laughs> but yeah, so I think one of the first things that I would have done is whenever we first, when things first started getting overwhelming, that I would have let like my social media know that there are things going on in the household of the Smiths and that it, you know, I might be a little sparse. So I'm a little sparse anyway with my posting. So I'll do, I'll do some, some stories and maybe two or three posts a week or something like that. But it got even smaller than that for a little while. And I, I wish I would have been like, I'm not, I'm not leaving this, this area. I'm not leaving this field or anything like that. It's just that things are, are tough right now. So that's one thing I wish I would have done. And I think that it probably would have made the wheels falling off portion of this topic uh, a little easier for anybody who follows me. Yeah, and I think similar to that was with my newsletters. You know, I wish that when things started going wonky and sideways on my end that I would have just sent out a newsletter and said, hey, I may not be here for a couple of months, but I'm still here. I'm still around and you will hear from me again. Um, because now, and, and there's another side to this too with some of my news, newsletters, because I have like multiple newsletters and they're, they go out at different frequencies and all of that. Um, so the one, like I said, is I wish that I would have just sent, and this would be like for my author one, like I just wish that I would have said, hey, I'm facing a tough time, so it might be a month or two before you hear from me. Because now, like, as I'm going through things, I sit down. This has happened a couple of times. I've sat down. I'm like, I'm going to get this newsletter out this week. And I sit down, and I'm like, I just feel so 
negative and and struggle bus right now that I feel like anything that I send, I just feel like it's going to be too negative. And I am all about being candid and honest and like showing all the parts, but I also don't want to be negative Nancy all the time, you know? So I try to find that, that balance of being honest and realistic and open, but also like nobody wants to read the negative all the time. And I know that. Um, mm-hmm. And then with some of my other newsletters, I had the opportunity earlier in the year. I had it all planned out. I knew what my newsletters for editing and for my press, I knew what the topics were going to be for the rest of the year. I knew all four of the topics. I could have gone ahead and I could have written them out earlier in the year and even gone ahead and scheduled them. And then we wouldn't be having this conversation. (laughs) But I didn't, y'all. I didn't. Like, anyway. Well, I think that that is actually a good point that we don't have listed here. Instead of just notifying people of what's going on, like when you do know what your plan is, go ahead and initiate it and schedule it. Definitely. To the best of your ability with the time that you have. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like, I know when I used to blog every week, you know, that was the same thing there because I would often plan out series. And so when I took my own advice and just went ahead and wrote the whole series and had it all scheduled and ready to go, it made such a big difference. And then instead of like every week working on something new, it was already done for the month, for example. And so in that time, I'm working on other projects and I'm working ahead for the next month, you know, and it's just one of those things that we say, but we always, I don't know. I don't know what's up with my brain, but y'all, hopefully y'all understand me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably say 70, 60% of the time we know what to do. Um, but sometimes we just don't. <laughs> we get in our sometimes own we ways. Just don't. That's right. Sometimes we just don't do it. And partially it's whatever's in front of our face, you know, at the time, whatever's on fire is the thing that's going to get attention. And I feel that in my soul right now, like in every atom of my being, I feel that whatever is on fire is the thing that has to get my attention right now because there are lots of things on fire, friends. Um, And, uh, but I also know that I'm not going to be able to give those things the attention that they need and the dedication that they need if I am not uh, in a good headspace and if I am not in a good heart space. So sometimes the best way to get in that headspace and heart space is to give yourself a little something. And for me, that happens to be working on creative things that's generally the thing that changes my head and my heart so yeah I would agree with that (laughs) yeah well so that is something we've got two points now (laughs) down so the next thing that you can do in order to help it uh, help life be a little bit easier whenever the wheels fall off is to go ahead and create the drafts in your social media posts or in your uh, your newsletter or wherever you are, because everything has a, has a draft now. So uh, the business Facebook page can do drafts for, for Facebook posts and Instagram posts. I'm not sure about TikTok cause I'm not on TikTok right now, 
but I'm assuming that there might be a draft situation there. But as things pop in your mind, even if it's something just like something that you love and it doesn't really have anything to do with your project, if you go ahead and put a put a draft together and maybe even attach a picture if you have one, then whenever you are feeling empty and unsure about what to post about, you'll be able to just push go on that. You don't have to schedule it. It can just be a go situation with that. Um, the cool thing about that is, is that whenever you're feeling like the well is a little bit more full and you come up with something else, then you can replace that draft that you push go on with another draft of something. Yeah, and um, I've had this happen often to me where like I have these great ideas and I'm like, oh, well, I don't need this today. But then I forget what it was. It. Uh-huh. Yeah, that <laughs> never works, guys. Let's stop lying to ourselves about that. <laughs> Right. Oh, oh, also there's this too. And we keep saying when the wheels fall off with life and that sort of thing, it doesn't have to be like a, some sort of critical thing that has happened in your life. It, and that just is just joy in me right now. But it can just be that you really want to put your focus on a particular creative project and you don't want these menial things to get in the way of your creative energy. And this stuff is already done and prepared for you so that you can have that freedom and that extra time to work on a project without having to extend, you know, your resources. So I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you for saying that. I think that that's very important. So, yeah. And then, you know, kind of the last thing that we kind of thought about with this is to, if you're able to have a virtual assistant, of course, that would be fantastic. And they can kind of take over some of those things like the social media and stuff like that for you. Or... As an alternative, you could have a trusted creative friend who could do some posting and things like that for you. Um, so this last week, the last episode, y'all got to enjoy May. She did a fantastic job and she just took over and she did that episode for us so that we didn't miss a week when I just honestly couldn't. I just, I just couldn't at all. And so thank you so much for doing that because I know you had a busy week too but you pulled that together and it was so wonderful. And I so enjoyed listening to your episode. It was wonderful and timely and needed for me. So thank you on multiple oh, I'm, levels. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was something that I was thinking about anyway, and I was happy to get to articulate some things and do a little bit of research on some things that I um, have just been percolating in my mind. And um, I will say if you watch the YouTube, it's very splicey because I was extremely tired and I was traveling. And so when I, got, when I was recording it, I just had to like splice it together the best way that I could. Audio wise, it sounds pretty good. Um, but the YouTube, please forgive me, guys. Um, that was that was a little bit rough. But I think that the information in there is really valuable on mindset and creative potential to get us to where we are today in this episode as well. So, and much needed, much needed something to consider as you are working on a project. But um, I will say this too, that whenever I was having a really rough time, I guess it was a little over a year ago, I was having a really rough time and Joy did the same thing for me. She was able to pull together, even she even got guests to come on and um, interviewed some people that, were, <laughs> that uh, we would not have done if I would have been there. Oh, that was like the, a women's panel, was it not? It was like quite a few people. Yeah, I think um, it was uh, Kelsey and Rachel came on with right. me. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
It was such a good episode, and it was uh, a way that, you know, the, the need was there, and Joy really thought out of the box to kind of provide something for um, our audience that was fun and exciting and a little bit different, but still, like, on QWERTY point. So I appreciate that very much. Um, and that's what your creative friends can do for you as well. So, you know, have to find a partner. They're great. Oh, we highly recommend them. <laughs> yes. yes, we do. <laughs> and also, like, if you can, uh, if you can get a virtual assistant, that's so great too, because that frees up your creative, like, that frees up space in your mind to be focusing more on the creative stuff. Yeah, so. certainly. <laughs> so I think it's I time that. for a QWERTY challenge. It totally is. So I had a thought, and this is what I'm thinking our challenge will be for this week. So in keeping okay. with this topic that we're closing with, you know, mm -hmm. how to work a project without the wheels falling off, we would love to know what you Oh, sorry, oh. that was a Romy. She has ideas. She has ideas of how to keep the wheels from falling off. You're so <laughs> smart. Anyway, <laughs> we would like to hear from you what your tips are. How do you keep the wheels from falling off? Well, no, we know they're going to fall off. What do you do when they do, or what do you do to keep yourself going, um, maintaining your, I guess, your flow in those seasons where either maybe you're just not as creative in thinking of your posts, or something big does actually happen in your life, or whatever. So what are those things that have worked for you, or what are your I wish I would haves? And we challenge you to share them with us. So you can tag us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can drop us an email at QWERTYWritingLife at gmail.com. And we would love to hear them. Absolutely, we totally would. And if you have all of that all figured out for yourself, that's so fine. Maybe you're in the middle of a creative project as well, and you would like to make your own checklist or you would like to make some really good decisions, have a work session of your own and make some good decisions uh, about what you are working on and also what you will do in the future as well. So you can do that as a challenge too if you don't want to plan for other things. <laughs> so. That's great. I love it. <laughs> so either way, we can't wait to hear from you guys. That's right. Absolutely. We hope that you have a fantastic week. And go make something. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We hope this episode encouraged you. Like all creatives, we thrive on consumer recommendations. So please consider leaving us a review and sharing our podcast with your creative friends. If you'd like to continue this conversation, visit us on our website at QWERTYWritingLife.com or on Instagram at QWERTYWritingLife.